Yo, 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 welcome to the Make It Rain podcast. It's your boy D-Train. Here we are on episode 13 on a snowy Tuesday evening. We got like three to five inches of snow outside. It's it's pretty cold out there. But I just want to introduce my uh, remote guest today. Her name is Michelle. Michelle, what's up? Hi, how are you doing? Thanks for having me. Yeah, thank you for coming on. So, no problem. If you just want to tell the people, you know, give a brief intro about yourself and uh, how you got into EMVA. Cool. All right. Quick intro. Like you said, my name is Michelle Fanalon. I work at ECTV, an Everett, a channel TV station in Everett, where I am the producer and host of a sports show called Talk of the Town Sports Edition. Um, I mostly do high school sports in Everett, but I am a huge NBA fan. Not as much as I used to be. Yeah. Uh, I think the NBA changed a lot since I was growing up, but yeah, I used to have cousins who watched the NBA a lot, and that made me fall in love with it. You know, watching Shaq and when he used to dominate the paint, you know, that really made me become a huge fan of the NBA. Nice, nice. So the NBA got softer, that's why. <laughs> I mean, I don't know if I would say softer, but it, it's different now. For me, yeah. even though basketball was my first love and I played it, mm-hmm. I just don't enjoy watching it as much as I used to. Like, I can watch an NFL game Yeah. between – I can watch a Jets game, even though I know the Jets – are not as good, but I can sit down and watch a Jets game and still be entertained. I don't know if I'm going to want to watch a Knicks game, you know? <laughs> that's just, that's just, feel you on that's that. just me. The, Ni- yeah. the Knicks are horrible. Yeah, I, I mean, they do lost, have some... I think they lost... They do like, have some young talent, but I'm just know. not a fan. <laughs> they lost like 17 straight games. Yeah. They haven't won... At, they were losing at the garden for like two months straight. Like that's just yeah. How does, how does that <laughs> I'm not watching that. Yeah. Um, well I mean it's the Knicks. I mean <laughs> that's a whole different show, but that's the Knicks. <laughs> that's how they are. <laughs> All right. So some topics we're going over today. Uh, we're gonna recap the uh trade deadline. We're gonna talk about who's the best team in the East now. Talk a little bit about the all star draft talk Lakers Celtics and I'll give some upcoming game predictions so are you ready to start I'm ready let's go all right so the major trade that happened last week was the uh, 76ers and the Clippers uh, the 76ers obtained Tobias Harris Boban and Mike Scott for uh, Wilson Chandler Landry Shamit and Mike Muscala uh, your thoughts on that trade? I thought it was a good trade for Philly. I think Philly show out of every team during the deadline, they show that they're ready to win now and they want to win now. And I think uh, the Tobias Harris trade was probably the biggest trade during the deadline for me because I think they improved significantly, especially because you have a player like Ben Simmons on in that lineup that can't shoot, that doesn't want to shoot, you know, like, I don't know if you saw when they played the Lakers, LeBron James was not guarding him. Because you don't necessarily have to. Exactly. He was in the paint. Exactly. Because, I mean, they guard him like they used to guard 
Rajon Rondo when he was with the Celtics. That's how that's how they play against him now. And as, it's not a good look for a team that's trying to win championships. So Tobias Harris definitely adds shooting to that team and makes them that much better in the East. Uh, I'm saying with you, I definitely like the uh, the deal. I like the deal for both teams. Uh, like you said earlier, the 76ers are in win-now mode. And the Clippers, they get some uh, cap space. So that's yeah. Plus, the the Clippers, they're, uh, they don't want to make the playoffs because if they make the playoffs, then they're going to lose their draft pick to the Celtics. So they want <laughs> to be outside of the playoffs. So giving your best player away, you know, they're going to go down and probably tank. Yeah, and especially having that cap space for a summer, you know, where you're looking to get a superstar or someone in the free agent market to make your team better, mm-hmm. it, it works out for them. Yeah, and uh, and that team, that same team who barely knew each other, beat the Celtics. That's like another conversation. <laughs> oh yeah, I'll probably rant about that later. <laughs> Celtics Clippers game. Well, yeah, uh, the 76ers, uh, as we said, uh, they got an All Star caliber player. Tobias Harris is a he's a good scorer. He's a shooter. I I have not to be honest. I have not watched that much Tobias Harris. So when uh you know my friend told me it was like oh Dimitri he's actually a good shooter and I was like really I like I I had no idea I, I knew he was a scorer he's like a twenty point per game scorer but I didn't mm-hmm. know like his three point percentage is like forty two forty two percent yeah forty three forty three percent and it's really good you know that's. That's huge for Philly. Mm-hmm, especially because Philly has no, no shooting around them except for J.J. Redick. Yeah, and I mean, like I said, it's, it just it makes them that much dangerous because you have a player like Ben Simmons in the starting lineup that can't shoot. But, like, now you have Jimmy Butler, you know, who will take those mid-range jumpers. You have Joel Embiid, who's proved that, you know, he can step outside of the paint and shoot as well. So that just, and J.J. Redick, that just helps them along the way, especially because of the way the NBA is now. you got to be able to shoot <laughs> if yep. you want to win games in the NBA. Mm-hmm. They, they have a legit all uh, starting five now. And I, exactly. I, I, I'm not gonna say it's, it's not better than the Warriors, but like it's 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 kind of up there. The Warriors got five <laughs> All Stars, but like the seven the Seventy ers like they have, you know, they probably have one of the best starting fives in the NBA. In the East, yeah, <laughs> we can make that argument. Yeah, and I, mean, I guess I guess you can make that argument. I mean, I'm not sold on them just yet because yeah. for me, you can have a great lineup during mm-hmm. the regular season, but I want to see how you're gonna ball out in the playoffs. So I'm I'm holding off on making any, you know, calling some the best one of the best lineups mm-hmm. yet. Just yet, we'll see. We'll see how it plays out come playoff time. That's true. See, Philly's weakness is Boston, but I don't know if their weakness is the other teams. Yeah, no, I <laughs> I agree with you. I think uh, even Joel Embiid said it at one point this season. They can't beat Boston, and you have to be able to. Yeah. So, like I said, until 
you get they get into the playoffs and they show that they have the ability to beat Boston and we can talk and as I'm saying this I'm like oh they're going to beat Boston tonight so oh yeah they're definitely probably taking the Celtics tonight <laughs> oh yeah for Kyrie's sure, not playing Kyrie. so. <laughs> yeah they're taking that win <laughs> but yeah let's get on to the next trade uh we got the 76ers and Magic so Fultz mm-hmm. was traded for Jonathan Jonathan Simmons and a couple picks. Mm-hmm. Uh, your your thoughts on that? Uh, the first thought I had was like Danny Ainge schooled a lot of people yeah. <laughs> in the draft. Oh, I yeah. mean, I, he got the best player easily. He got the best player. Um, but I, one time Stephen A. Smith was talking about Markel Fulton. He said there needs to be an investigation because – we still don't know what happened to his shoulder and what happened to his shooting. And, like, mm-hmm. that's probably one of the greatest mysteries uh, mysteries <laughs> of the NBA right now. But I think it was good for Philly. I think Jonathan Simmons is a solid player. Mm-hmm. Um, like I said, a lot of the moves they made was, was um, in win-now mode because – Philly's showing you that we don't have time to wait for Marco Foles to get it together. We don't have time for him to remember how to shoot a free throw without having fans cringe at it, you know? They just show, like, uh, yeah, we're ready to play against the big dogs in the East, like Boston, the Bucks, the Raptors. So they they were over it. And um, I I thought it was a good trade for Philly. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, they did have to give up some picks, but I liked it. Like I said, Philly was. Um, I think I think Philly's getting the getting picks, aren't they? Yeah. Uh, no, I don't think they're getting picks. I think they gave up. Uh, oh no, no, no! They are. They're getting two picks. Sorry. Yeah. They, they yeah, they're getting two picks. Two picks. With, with Simmons. Yeah. That, that, that's actually pretty good for the future. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you gave up a number one pick. He better be. They gave up. Yeah, they back. gave up the number one pick last year. Yeah, and a draft pick for Tatum. So back. they need yeah. some. Yeah, they need some picks back. Oh well, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I like the trade for both teams, mainly for the 76ers. 76ers adding uh, Jonathan Simmons, as we said. You know, he's just another wing player. He plays defense. He can score. You know, he'll have a bench role. And Simmons mm-hmm. was with the. He's he was with the Spurs. So he's a pop guy, and Brett Brown should know how to coach him. So, yeah. you know, look out for that. And they also got two picks, so that's always nice. Yeah, another win for them, I think. Yeah. Oh, Philly, Philly won big this draft. <laughs> they did. Yeah. Yeah, it was a good deadline for them. And, and for the Magic, I think it's a low-risk, high-reward, you know, if it pans out. Uh I don't, this to me this it kind of reminded me of the D'Angelo Russell situation when he was with the Lakers, like mm-hmm. he just didn't fit. Like folks just didn't fit in Philly because with their win now mentality. So now he's just gonna get a new opportunity. And or, yeah, and then and then I think uh, we will, I think people will be asking questions though if Markel Fultz goes to Orlando and he starts playing like the number one pick. You you're gonna ask some questions what went wrong in Philly. Yeah. And maybe down the road we'll get like a huge article out of nowhere that tells you everything that went down. I think that's what we're up for in the future. Yeah. I mean maybe he is he has a he has a time to shine, you know. 
Yeah. It's a time to shine for the next couple of years. Hopefully, he gets some playing time. So, but yeah. But real quick, I'm just going to touch upon the uh, Bucks trade for Miritich. So, uh, Miritich went to the Bucks, which I thought was a great move by by the Bucks. They literally like fleeced the Pelicans for uh, for <laughs> Nikola Miritich, like. He just fits the Bucks so well because he's a three-point shooter, and you just surround Giannis with three-point shooters. So, oh, but they got to show it in the playoffs. That's my only concern. Mm-hmm. And then for the Raptors, who added Marcus Saul, oh, puts off. I think it will put off pressure for Lowry because Lowry doesn't show up in the playoffs. So you you got Kawhi, and then you can always bang it down low to to Marcus Saul to always get a bucket. And he plays good defense, so he can defend the centers out there in the East. So I thought those yeah, were two solid picks. Yeah, but I also think uh, with Marcus Saul, I mean, when I first heard, I was like, okay, this is this is a great trade. Yeah. But I think when you look deeper into it, you have to remember Marcus Saul is not that fast. I mean, That's him true. closing out the shooters, he might be a little slow on that. Mm-hmm. And you didn't mention, you know, having him in the post. Uh, maybe that will work, maybe not. Like, you know, the NBA is different now. That's true. It's probably going to make the Raptors a lot. I think he made the Raptors slower. So, yes, it was a good trade, but I think there are some negatives around it. I don't think it puts them over the top. Mm -hmm. No, I mean, yeah, you make good points. I I honestly think the NBA needs to slow down in order to beat the Warriors. You, you can't, you can't yeah, out, you probably want to slow them down. You cannot, you cannot outshoot them. Like even well, you, yeah, you you don't want to play their game. You, you don't. You like even you watched Houston in the playoffs last year, and they almost won that series because of defense and because mm-hmm. Iguodala was hurt. But you're not gonna outshoot yeah. the Warriors. Like, I I agree. That's not I gonna agree. happen. Well, let's get into uh, Anthony Davis. He didn't get traded. <laughs> I think we all knew that was going to happen. Oh, uh, drama, drama, drama. Uh, your your thoughts on that? <laughs> you know what? So, uh, I don't even know where to be- begin with this. I yeah. think there's it's so obvious to me that Anthony Davis does not want to mess up his brand, you know? Mm-hmm. So, a lot of the stuff coming out, I don't. I didn't know what to believe because once you have Anthony Davis coming out and saying he, he's requesting the trade, then you have the whole Kyrie Irving stuff coming out saying, "Oh, Kyrie, you know, isn't as committed to the Celtics as he was." Yeah. And for me, I didn't necessarily think that was coming from Kyrie's camp or the Celtics camp. I felt like that was coming from Clutch Sports saying. This is the thing. We want to we want Anthony Davis to go to the Lakers, but we don't want to come out and say we want Anthony Davis to go to the Lakers. So what we're gonna say is the Celtics don't really have that great of a team that everyone thinks they have because yeah. Kyrie is probably going to leave. So that was one thing around it. And I think Kyrie showed that frustration when he said, you know, one guy requests a trade and suddenly I'm in the league. You know, and I think he was showing that frustration to clutch sports. Like, don't use me as a pawn because you want your client to go to the Lakers. And so that's how I felt about that. I think it was really obvious 
Anthony Davis wanted to go to the Lakers, but I thought it was funny how the Pelicans did play them, how they never intended to trade him to the Lakers. I thought that was hilarious as well because... Yeah, I thought I thought it was very petty, and I mean that's the it NBA. So it's reality TV, so I thought it was hilarious. And I'm like, I mean, all right, if that's what you want to do. It's probably part of the reason why the Pelicans are not, you know, in winning championships or close to winning championships because of the way they are running their team. But yeah. from from the outside looking in, I thought it was pretty funny. But in the end, I just don't see. I don't see um, Anthony Davis going to the Lakers unless it's in free agency. That's that's just what I see. I, I mean, I definitely agree. I don't know where he's going to get traded to. If he gets traded, it's probably going to be a one-year rental. But, like, I mean, I, I'm hoping as a Celtics fan he goes to the Celtics. But, you know, I don't want to trade Tatum. So we'll we'll see what Danny comes up with. <laughs> Yeah, we'll see. But it, it looks like Tatum is that centerpiece. Yeah. In order to get him, which I, I I don't think is that. I get it. Anthony Davis is you know top five, top ten player in the NBA. But to trade um, the future of your team for a one year rental. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. That yeah. that's a lot. If, if he was committed, then okay. Like, as long as you kept, for me, at first I was like, as long as you kept either Tatum or Brown, then I was okay with it. But you can't give away yeah. both. I'm fine with giving away Brown. Oh, no. Yeah, we, of course we could trade Jalen Brown. Yeah, I'm fine. <laughs> I don't I'm think fine they want Jay, I, I don't think they want him, but we can give him Yeah, I mean, well, Jalen Brown has been untouchable for a couple years now, so I don't mm. see that happening. He's actually been playing le- uh, well as of late. Yeah, he definitely uh, has improved the way he's been playing since the beginning of the season, which is good. Yes. It's about time. He stepped up. Um, I think he had to learn how to play with Kyrie and play um, play the way the Celtics want to play, you know? And I think he had to do – he had to adjust. And for a young player, that, that was probably hard for him. Um, but he he's getting there, which is good. Yeah. He's getting there. Uh, on my podcast, sometimes I give Jalen hate, but it's only out of love because I think he, he's going to be a really good player one day. But yeah, I he agree. just, I don't know. I had a problem when he went, he, went to, he went on some interview and he was already claiming championships when we haven't yeah. done anything yet. I think that's probably the biggest problem the Celtics had coming into the season. It's they too, didn't win anything, but they were, yeah, they were acting like, like they won something. It was yeah, like, it was like they, when LeBron, like when he was in Miami, and they were like crowning him, and like he didn't yeah. Even win yet. Yeah, I think you could tell that was a problem. They acted like they were winners, and the reality hit them pretty hard. Oh yeah. Definitely. So uh, my my take on the Davis thing, he's not gonna get traded because like <laughs> we all we all know like the the league doesn't want <laughs> the Lakers the Lakers to have AD all the 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 owners and stuff like that because you know that's just giving LeBron and players too much power. Mm-hmm. So they were like they were like nah. They, Pelicans GM was like nah. We're not doing that. But there, there was a report, like speculation and reports 
uh, that he wouldn't. They would sit him out for the season, which they're not doing. Which I'm very happy about because I don't think he should sit out as a top top ten talent. Him sitting out well, for. Well, they so. What I saw the report I read was that they would fine the Pelicans one hundred thousand yeah. dollars every game they didn't play him, mm-hmm. which. I, Personally, I thought that wasn't fair because um, he, this is a player who requested a trade, you yeah. know. So he, so he wasn't, he didn't want to live up to his contract. So mm-hmm. why do the Pelicans have to live up to his contract? That's my question. He's the one who wanted. He's the one who wanted out. So if yeah. the Pelicans want to sit him and say, "All right, moving forward, we're going to have to learn how to play without him," yeah. I don't think that's a problem. I don't think it's fair that they would get fined for not playing a player who doesn't want to be on the team. That's my problem with it. And I, I mean, that's, I'm. Yeah, I get it. Yeah. He's a top top player. He should play, but you don't want to be on this team anymore. Why should? Why should I have to play you if we have to learn how to win games without you already? And it it seems like the Pelicans are working their way around that. Mm -hmm. Um, I think they're they're playing him in fourth quarters. Yeah, they're keeping him on a time restriction, which is, I guess, a win-win for them. I'm just not a fan of, like, like, I understand he doesn't want to be on the team, but, like, sitting him out for, like, a third of the season – he he's a guy who's gonna play his heart out. Like I, he doesn't want to be on the team. You're like you're right about that, but he, like he'll just you, you just gotta find a way to like deal with it. And that's that's why I like what they're doing now. Like you know they're yeah. giving him an opportunity to play. You know they're not playing him, and you know they they have, he has a minute restrictions, which I'm fine with. You know I can live. True, with that. but. They also have to protect. They also have to hope he doesn't get injured, That's you know, because then yeah. that messes up his trade value. This is a mm-hmm. player who already has a history of getting injured. Yeah, you know, and he's he just came back from another injury. So if he gets injured, they're they're kind of screwed when you think about it. Yeah, no, that definitely make make a good point. That's true. Because then the team could potentially say, okay, we'll just wait to free agency. So then yeah. the Pelicans just lose him mm-hmm. to free agency and don't get anything back. Yeah. I, I can't argue with that. <laughs> that, that's, that, that, is, that is true. That is true, the injury. But, yeah. Uh, anything else you want to add to this? No, I guess you're just going to have to wait till summer. Yeah, to see where, where he's going. Yeah. All right, so uh, which team do you think won the trade deadline? Oh, definitely Philly. Yep. I don't – I think Philly won because they made moves to help them win now, to help them be able to compete with the top dogs in the East yep. um, and potentially finally beat the Celtics. Um I don't know. The Celtics should not be their main threat, though. (laughs) They shouldn't because I don't personally. I don't think the Celtics. Yeah, I guess um, the experience helps. um, But I wouldn't be afraid of the Celtics. Yeah, I I don't either. I don't either. But if I'm Philly, I'm thinking they're the biggest threat to me. Yeah. You know. But Mm -hmm. yeah. But I do think Philly made some really great trades um 
really great trades. And I think it's going to help them come playoff time when they got to win that uh, series, seven-game series. Yeah, hopefully uh, their coach doesn't cost them games. <laughs> yeah, I think that's I think that's <laughs> the biggest thing. If you put them up against um, – I know in I keep a position to win? Yeah, yeah, that's the biggest thing. you got to have a coach that's built – to put you in a position to win, you can have all the talent in the world, but if your coach isn't making, you know, smart decisions, mm-hmm. that can cost you. See, Philly to me, like, I watch Philly, like, often, because they're, they're on, like, ESPN, TNT, and every time I watch them, like, they have high turnovers, and the the shot selection is just, like, I'm just scratching my head out here, like... <laughs> They're just taking like bad shots, and you know, not they're not smart shots. And I'm just like, I, I just I don't know. That's that's my problem with Philly. And that's where coaching comes in because if you're taking bad shots and you're constantly you know turning the ball over, I think that's where coaching comes in because you're not as disciplined. Oh yeah, they're they're like a wild team to me. They're not they're not disciplined. They need they need to be more disciplined. Yeah, I hear you. I had the 76ers and Bucks. If I had to choose one, I'm going to agree with you and say that the 76ers won this trade. Uh, they got weapons all over the <laughs> weapons all over Tobias Harris, Jimmy Butler. You got Joel on the block, sharpshooter JJ Redick, Ben Simmons running. He's running the show. It's going to be like showtime out there. <laughs> <laughs> and. Yeah, and as I said earlier, they just got to watch out for them turnovers and uh, bad possessions. And they got to feed Joel on the block in the fourth quarter. They got to do that. Yeah. He's 7-2. He's 7-2, yeah, isn't he? Every single time. Yeah. He's big. He can shoot over anybody. So. Exactly. He's 7-2. He need to get the ball. I remember that like Christmas game against the Celtics. I was like, why isn't Joel getting the ball more? Yeah, that was a good game. That was a fun game. Oh yeah, that was. <laughs> I loved that game. I was so hyped. Kyrie was, Kyrie was acting up. He was balling. Oh. Yeah, Kyrie. Kyrie was showing out. He was showing. Out. Hey, Veda showing out. <laughs> he uh he had his sneakers at my uh my 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 store, the pro shop at TD Garden. He had his uh his his new. I think they're purple and gold. That he they so they dropped his new sneakers. On Christmas Day, because that was the day he was gonna wear it, and I was like, Kyrie better show out for Christmas <laughs> because oh, he definitely did. Because if he don't show out, like we're not gonna be happy. Yeah. Well, yeah. Good, good thing. Good thing he showed. He he balled. Who do you think is the best team in the East right now? Post all these trades. That's tough. That's tough. Um, I definitely don't think it's the Celtics. For me, it's between the Bucks and Raptors Bucks and right Raptors. now. Yeah, uh, I think I'll. Uh, it's tough. I think I'll go with Raptors, uh, Raptors because they do have that experience. Even though um, we know how Kyle, Kyle Lowry gets in the playoffs. Yeah. Um, but I think I'll go with the Raptors, especially because of the way they started the season. Mm-hmm. They started the season really well, um, and then you know you have Kawhi Leonard who not only has the experience that he had with the Spurs, but he's, he showed he's a ball player, you know, he's a baller. He's really good. So I, I'll go with them. I think the Bucks. 
The only reason why I won't go with the Bucks is because I feel like they're young. Yeah. And you did see the way they played against the Celtics in the playoffs last year. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, that experience can only help them moving forward. Yep. But from I, I think the the Raptors right now are the team to beat in the East. Hmm. I'm going Bucks. The the Bucks know who they are. It's basically Giannis, and then you got the three point shooters around them. Mm-hmm. And they got a good coach now. Budenholzer is a good coach compared yeah, to what they I had agree. in what they had in the past. He, and Budenholzer, when when he was with the Hawks, he didn't have a superstar like Giannis. He had four All Stars. Yeah. So they got they got the Bucks got a superstar. They got a great coach. They got chemistry. They got length. They got shooting. My only thing is, like you said, they just need to show it in the playoffs. Exactly. It's all t- for me. It's all talk. Yeah, it's so, all talk. Until the games really matter. Well, I mean, they're the first overall seed right now, so yeah. And the NBA for me, that's why. That's why. Like right now, I'm writing the Celtics off a little bit. Yeah. I'm, I refuse to go all the way because I don't know. Like, there's something in me that may feel like. Maybe come playoff time, we see a different team. Maybe. But we'll see. To give Celtics fans hope, the Celtics do ball out when, when they need to. I mean, we saw we saw how this team was playing in the playoffs, you know? Yeah. And I, I don't know if you're a huge football fan, but <laughs> the Patriots embarrassed me <laughs> because <laughs> I, like, counted them out in the playoffs. Yeah. There's no way they beat the Chargers. <laughs> then they they. They not only beat the Chargers, they annihilated the Chargers. And then they got to Kansas City, and I was like, there's no way they're beating Kansas City on the road. Mm-hmm. And then, again, they embarrassed me. So I'm like, <laughs> and they did not play well all season. And with a no. team like the Celtics, who has so much talent around them, yeah. a team that, despite injuries last year, learned how to play together and win in the playoffs, make it to the Eastern Conference Finals. For me, it's hard to believe that that kind of confidence, um, that kind of experience is not going to matter come playoff time. So that's why, like, it may be, like, during the season, I'm like, ah, forget about this team. They're just not good enough. Mm -hmm. But some teams can turn it on in the playoffs, and we'll see if they're one of those teams. But right now, I think, you know, yeah, right now it's the Bucks and the Raptors that are looking good in in the during the season. So I I have my list as Bucks, Seventy Sixers, Raptors, and then Celtics. This is right now. Really? This, is, this is not playoffs. This is right now. Yeah, no, I hear you for for the regular season. Because Bucks got the best record in the NBA right now. And he got Giannis. Giannis is a legit MVP candidate. Oh, yeah, for sure. And then the 76ers, I think the 76ers did more in the deadline than what they than what the Raptors did. Mm-hmm. And the seven, well, the 76ers, <laughs> as I was, like, hyping them up earlier and saying they have one of the best starting fives in the NBA. They also had death, too. Which is yeah, scary. Which, which is important. Mm-hmm. Well, they're, they're interchangeable too because the the Raptors like 
they have a good bench in the regular season, but last year in the playoffs, they didn't show up. Granted, they, we all know LeBron just dominates Toronto. We call it LeBronto, but they were struggling against the Wizards, too, in the first-round series. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> but hopefully, la- hopefully last year, except if you're a Celtics fan, <laughs> hopefully last year, um, same thing that happened last year, won't happen this year in the playoffs. Unless you're a Celtics fan, you want exactly what happened to happen again except win the Eastern Conference Finals this time. See, as a Celtics fan, I do not want to face both the Bucks and the Raptors. You got to avoid one of them. I agree. I think uh, if you're a Celtics fan, you'd want to play the Sixers and the Raptors. Yeah. Uh, I don't definitely. Th- yeah. I wouldn't want to play the Bucks uh-uh. until the Eastern Conference Finals, but they got to win games. They got to win games to move up in the standings. Yeah, Celtics got to gotta win games. Segwaying to the Celtics, I want to hear your take on uh, Kyrie. Kyrie uh, the fact that he changed his mind? Yeah, and and all, all, uh, all the Kyrie things. I think my biggest issue with Kyrie is, I'm not saying he messed up this team, but he just reminds me so much of LeBron, the person he didn't want to play with. Yeah. And I think some leaders, some people are born to be leaders. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't necessarily think you can, you just say, I want to be a leader and learn to be a leader just because you want to be a leader. I don't know if Kyrie's that leader. And you can tell by the way he struggled with those young players all season. Yep. And then he said, oh, he had to call LeBron and say, well, I'm sorry, man. Like, now I know what I put you through or whatever. First of all, he had no reason. He didn't need to tell us that. He didn't need to tell us that at all, that he had to go call LeBron and talk about the young players. If I'm the young players, I'm like, okay. So that puts something's fan fan in a panic because everyone's like, oh, he's going to L.A. now. Yeah, I know. I mean, if I was a Celtics fan and he left, it wouldn't bother me that much because – the way the young players played together last year, they showed you a future and they showed you something really well. And mm-hmm. I think that's my problem with Kyrie because these young players are playing perfectly fine without you. Yeah. So if I'm Kyrie and I'm the superstar that I am and I'm supposedly the leader that I am, I'm trying to look into me and see what I'm doing wrong on the court that's not making these players better. Why is Jalen Brown in the beginning of the season not playing as well as he was playing why is Jason Tatum suffering Um, so I think that was my biggest problem with Kyrie and also the other problem I had with Kyrie was when he came out and said that he's going to make the best decision with his family ask him July 1st I didn't have a problem with him saying he's going to make the best decision for himself and his family I didn't have a problem with that at all Athletes always have to do that. That's number one. But my problem is you stood in front of Celtics fans, Celtics season ticket holders, and said, if you will have me, I plan on resigning here. Mm-hmm. So you can't make that promise and then get mad at people for asking you why you changed your mind or what changed from, the, from October to now or – um, why did you say you were going to commit and 
you're not going to commit anymore. He, I, I just don't understand why he was so frustrated with those questions. He has every right to change his mind. Yeah. But you have to understand you're going to get those questions because you made a verbal, I guess, verbal commitment to a fan base. Mm-hmm. So I have no problem if he leaves. Um, like I said, athletes have to do what's best for themselves. But I do have a problem with the way um, he leads. And I think that reflects a lot on this Celtics team. That's one of the problems that this Celtics team is having. Yeah. It's not just young it's not just people are um too cocky or there's too much talent on this team i think or they're not having fun like marcus Morris senior said <laughs> I, I, um, I saw that today <laughs> there's there there are a lot of problems within that Celtics team that go beyond basketball yeah. um and i think it starts with Kyrie. so that's <sighs> Yeah, I'm, I'm a little iffy. He just reminds me so much of LeBron, so much of the person he wanted to lead. Just mm-hmm. some of the things he does, I'm just like, whoa, that's that's LeBron James. <laughs> See, my, Which is not a good thing. No. My thing is Kyrie is not a leader. He's not a, he's not a vocal leader. But he yeah. does lead with his play on the court, though. He does do that. He does. Even though he didn't, he didn't really do that against the Clippers. They were up like seventy-one to fifty-eight before he got hurt. Yeah, well, not the Clippers. I'm sorry, the Lakers. Lakers. Yeah, yeah. He struggled (laughs) against the Lakers. Oh yeah, he went five for like twenty. Yeah, and then they put him in the fourth quarter, and he had some uh, turnovers that weren't that weren't good. Yeah, we'll 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 get into into that game. I was very, very, very salty. <laughs> As you should be. I, I think Kyrie needs to stay. Kyrie's Kyrie's the closer of that team. And I I, mean, I agree with you, he's not the leader. And mm-hmm. I think I think the young players play collectively better as a as a group. But my thing is when when the Celtics are on the road, they just don't they don't show up. You know, like last year yeah. in the playoffs, you know, they yep. took Milwaukee to seven. Philly's the only one they showed up on for the road. And yep. then the Cavs, you know, we lost in seven. We, we, didn't, yeah, we, we didn't win in Cleveland. And then we lost that last game. So Kyrie kind of has that, you know, experience to lead the team on the court. Now, vocally, I'm with you. He is not a leader. And I didn't. I didn't like you know how he apologized to LeBron publicly. Yeah, I, was, I don't mind if he. I don't mind if he did that privately. Keep that to yourself, man. Like we didn't need to we know exactly. Like, <laughs> and then LeBron had like a posted an Instagram post of like Fetty Wap lyrics. <laughs> yeah, I saw that. LeBron. LeBron likes. He likes the attention. Oh yeah. <laughs> Definitely. Well, that's Definitely. that's just the NBA. I think everyone likes the attention except Kevin Durant. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but Kevin Durant's we, Kevin Durant's so sensitive though. All right, uh, let's get into the All Star Draft. Uh, who are who who are you for, Team LeBron or Team Giannis? I mean, I'm not for anyone. Or who do you think is gonna was... win? It was pretty obvious that LeBron's team got it in the bag early. Giannis was not great at this. Um, but I thought it was funny. It, LeBron. it was actually low-key mad funny. I didn't, wa- I didn't watch the whole thing, but I saw some highlights, and there's some funny moments. 
Yeah, LeBron, LeBron, like I said, he likes the spotlight. So, um, and it was funny, I don't think people caught on this, but so he picked for his all-star reserves, he picked Anthony Davis first. Yep. And then Giannis picked Ben Simmons, and he was upset. And I think if Anthony Davis, if the whole drama wasn't going on with Anthony Davis and the Lakers trying to get Anthony Davis, he would have picked Ben Simmons first. Mm-hmm from um the reserves but because he wanted to be petty yeah. he lost he lost out on anthony davis um obviously he got him back in the trade but lebron no he knew what he was doing oh, LeBron I think knows it, what he's doing <laughs> he's trying to recruit very, the summit he's very very smart mm-hmm. you know so but yeah Giannis's team has no chance <laughs> oh, he wasn't so? he's, yeah he's not really good at this Giannis had some funny funny moments. He said uh, he, he was calling tampering for the eighteen. Oh yeah, pick. Th- yeah, yeah. That was funny. He's like, "Isn't that tampering?" Um, and, and then the TNT crew. Thing, yeah, and then Chuck was like, "Why don't you just trade your whole bench for Anthony Davis?" And LeBron laughed a little too hard. Yeah. If I was one of those, if I was Brandon Ingram, Lonzo Ball, I was like, "Ah, you laughing a little too high there, buddy." Um, <laughs> Yeah, LeBron's team got this in the bag. Yeah, and we also mentioned uh, we got the trade for, uh, they traded Westbrook for Simmons. <laughs> and then uh, Giannis wanted D-Wade too, and LeBron was like, <laughs> that's another funny moment. Yeah, Giannis gave in. I wouldn't have given in. <laughs> I, I agree. I would have kept uh, Simmons. I was like, if LeBron wanted to play with Benson that bad, he could have just went to Philly, but... Uh, definitely, he wanted yeah. to go to LA where the weather's nice, you know. Oh, they got the palm trees, as Stephen palm A. Palm trees, say. movie stars. <laughs> Stephen A. Smith is my guy. If you don't know, I I love that man. <laughs> That's my guy. <laughs> I watch LeBron? him every day. No, Stephen A. Smith. <laughs> oh, Stephen A. Smith. Yeah, great. He's my he's dude. great at what he does. <laughs> uh, I'm going with the upset, actually. <laughs> I got Team Giannis with the upset. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> because Team Giannis low-key has some good defenders. Now, I know this is an all-star game based on yeah. offense, but defense in the fourth quarter, in the fourth they're going to lock, lock them up. Left. Fourth quarter with five minutes left when they're going to be down 138 to 130. That's when they're going to start playing defense. They, it's they, not going to happen. They're going to lock them up. You got Giannis is a good defender. No one to guard. No one to guard Joel and PG thirteen. PG thirteen. We'll see, but yeah, he has. OKC is his team. And uh, if Team Giannis wins, I got Giannis or Paul George for MVP. Oh yeah, for sure. It'd definitely be one of them. It's definitely one of them if if they if they take the win, which I can foresee. Uh, anything you want to add to this before we move on? Oh, uh, no. All right, let's uh, let's talk that Lakers-Celtics game, uh, that tragedy of, of a game. How are you up, like, 20 points in the second quarter? And then by the, by the end of the second quarter, you're only up, uh, how much? They were up, like, five or something. And in the third quarter, they just got blitzed. Yeah, it was, well, Celtics... Celtics in the third quarter, I don't know what it is, what happens to them in their quarters, but they're just terrible. 
it's just a completely different team. Um, they don't play defense in the third quarter. Yeah. And I can live, you know, yes, they gave up a big lead, but I can live with losing to the Lakers because of LeBron James. And I think Brandon Ingram played Kyrie really well. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I'm th- I think if I were a Celtics fan, I would be more upset with losing to a Clippers team oh, yeah. that you were up we'll, on. We will definitely get into that. Cause, yeah. mean, I, I, I didn't watch that game, but I I saw that we were up like in, this, in, a, in the se- first half, and I was like, there's no way the Celtics are losing. And then I just keep checking the score because I was watching the other game, the OKC-Houston uh, game, and mm-hmm. then the Celtics lost. And I was like, I was like, really? I was like, Terry Rozier was balling, like – what? Yeah. Was just... I don't know. This team is confusing. <laughs> They're confusing. And I it I don't I'm not on I'm not calling for Brad Stevens' job, but I it's hard for me to not question if Doc Rivers was on this team, if this team would be the number one team in the East right now. I think he's struggling with managing all this talent and figuring out how to play them together and making them play well mm-hmm. and that's not something he has had to deal with doc rivers showed you with paul pierce ray allen kg i can take the these talented players and make them play together and not just play well together on the offensive end but make them play well on the defensive end and i think that's what brad stevens has to do he has to figure out i don't know if it's too late I don't think it's too late because I think the season starts after the All-Star break. Yeah. But. Yeah, they got like 20-something games left. Yeah, he has to figure out going into the playoffs how he's going to manage all this talent and make everyone get the best out of everyone. Jalen Brown, Terry Rozier coming off the bench, uh, letting Kyrie be Kyrie, Jason Tatum, Al Horford, Gordon Hayward. How is he going to get all this talent and make sure they play well together. And then maybe we'll see a good Celtics team. But playing the way they played against the Lakers and just giving up a big lead and disappearing in the third quarter, um, that's not something we haven't seen before this season. Uh, that's, that's just unacceptable if you want to be the team that's going to supposedly get out of the East and beat the Warriors. That stuff can happen. Yes. The Celtics, no one just knows their role on that team. And they're, like, last year they were underdogs because, you know, Hayward got hurt the first game. So everyone just ran off the Celtics. And now now this year there's, like, so much talent. And now everyone's, you know, once there's expectations, like, mm-hmm. they just, you know, ex- ex- expectations are not being met. <laughs> and yeah, I think at all. And I think Brad Stevens, like, he doesn't know how to coach, like, he knows how to coach young talent, but not, like, superstar talent, yeah, this, which he has to work this on. This Kyrie is a different dynamic for mm-hmm. him. Yeah. And it was, like, it was young talent and new talent young, because... Yeah. Yeah, he had a bunch of players who didn't have egos yet. Now he's managing talent and egos and a superstar. Yeah, that's a lot. 
That's a lot. No, I, I agree. And the Celtics, I, I, I saw something on Twitter. Like, the Celtics now, they just, like, they they don't play with no toughness or, like, passion out there. It's just, yeah, you know, they don't play for each Marcus other, Moore as we said, were saying. Yeah, that's why Marcus Moore said they're not having fun. Right. You can tell. You play with more passion when you're having fun, when yeah. you're enjoying what you're doing. Uh, what did you think of the uh, Rondo game winner? Oh, man. Like, out of him, was it, like, out of him, like, all people? Or were you, were you was, glad it was just not LeBron? I mean, no, I was definitely not glad it was Ron, Rondo. For me, everyone was like, oh, man, uh, it softened the blow because it was Rondo. And then some people was like, oh, it's worse because it was Rondo. I'm like, yeah. they lost. It doesn't matter who hit the shot. They lost off of That's a rebound true. that went to the three people's hands. Mm-hmm. Why are we talking about Rondo? That's not the story here. The story is the ball was, you know, it was a loose ball that three Celtics players could have grabbed yep. in a game that they shouldn't have lost. Exactly. That was the biggest exactly. thing for me. Exactly. It should not have came down to that. Nope. But surprisingly, the Lakers hit uh, 22 threes that game. They were just on fire from three-point land. That was big. And I was like, okay, since when? (laughs) I mean, I was kind of salty. It was was Rondo, but, like, it was just, like you said, somebody should have got that rebound. Yeah, definitely. How do you not get that rebound? I, I just, like... And especially like the previous game, they got blown out by Indiana, and then you go into Boston and they're up. We're up like twenty, and then we lose on a game game winning shot. I was like, I was like, really? They lost to the. And they were having, they were having a pretty good two months. You know, January wasn't that bad for them. Yeah, for the, and yeah, then January is pretty good for us for the Celtics. Yeah. And then to see the what happened in the past couple of games, it's like okay, this is a team we saw in the beginning of the season. Yeah, I just and yeah, and someone someone had asked me how I feel about the Celtics, and I just keep saying until I see some consistency, mm-hmm. consistent winning, consistent playing well. See, they they need mm-hmm. to bring their A game for the bad teams. That's what they don't do. Yeah, they just until like, it's I like can ego see, thing. Like they yeah, until better. I can see some. Until I can see some consistency, I'm not going to buy in to this team. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm the same way. It, it kind of hurt, hurts, but you know, it's, it's all right. I think I think the Celtics will make noise in the playoffs, so you know, I'll be optimistic. <laughs> That's very optimistic. Got the most talent. Just just gotta get like a uh, top three seed. Top three seed is all I'm asking for. Easier said than done, but we'll see. Uh, so do you think the Lakers are going to make the playoffs? I don't. I don't, but... I think it's a legitimate question. I'm not there yet, but it's a legitimate question. Yeah, it is. Um, you never want to count count out a team with LeBron James. That's just probably not smart. Uh, but I just don't see them making the playoffs. But I do think um, beating the Celtics the way they did on the day of the trade deadline, may have given them some team morale. 
maybe. Yeah, and then they just get waxed by the sits. Yeah, yeah. The <laughs> they came like, uh, yeah, we're not Boston. We're at, le- at least Kuzma too. dropped like 39, though, so that was nice Yeah, I can't believe they uh, – I don't know if I would trade Kuzma, but yeah. I, I like Kuzma. He's really good. Yeah, that's one player I feel like the Lakers should keep. Lonzo Ball. <laughs> He's gone. Brandon Ingram. But Kyle Kuzma? I, I don't know. I wouldn't have him in trade talks. Lakers might pick up Carmelo Anthony in free uh, in the uh, buyout market. That's they're definitely not going to make the playoffs if they pick up Carmelo Anthony. I'll tell you that much. You think so? Really? Oh man, <laughs> I can talk about Carmelo Anthony for days. I just don't think he's think as he's done? good as everyone thinks he. He's been done. <laughs> he's been finished. Yeah. He had his chance when he should have went to the Bulls, and he knew he knows he should have went to the Bulls. And said he wanted to take the money and stay, quote-unquote, home in New York, where he hasn't been since he was seven years old. Um, but, yeah, I just think, I don't think Carmelo Anthony is that guy. And it's funny because when I talk about him, people say, well, he has Olympic gold medals and a championship from Syracuse. And I'm like, excuse me, what does having a championship from Syracuse mean when it comes to his NBA career? But that's one player who gets a lot of excuses made for him. I don't know why, but you're not going to hear it from me. I think he's done. But I also I also feel like maybe they'll get him. If LeBron James wanted him on his team, he would be there. So we'll see. I, but, <laughs> well, he was recently weighed by the Bulls, so he's in the, the free yeah. agent. So they can pick him up. In the yeah, but the we'll see. I mean, we'll see. I, I I think I think Carmelo has some things in the tank. Like obviously, he's not a good defensive player, but like LeBron's gonna find you. He's not a good defensive player. He has no lift. He gonna find you. He can still, he's I, he can still quick. shoot. Yeah, I mean, as long as he if he's gonna stand there and shoot, maybe that'll help him. But I don't see any other way he can. I I think the Lakers will make the playoffs. I'm I'm there right now because yeah, that's the only team I see him going to right now. Yeah, I see. Uh, well, the so the Clippers and Sacramento Kings are above the Lakers right now in the standings. Okay. Clippers are basically not trying to be in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. We do not know the Sacramento Kings are. You know, keep with the Lakers, or they're just gonna plummet. You know, plummet downhill. So, and all the other teams behind the Lakers don't really like. If I'm not gonna take them to make the playoffs over LeBron and the Lakers, it might be like a Kobe situation. He's not LeBron's not gonna get hurt like that, but they'll make mm-hmm. the eighth seed, and it's gonna be looking like they're gonna face the Warriors in the first round, and they're just gonna get waxed. Yeah, that would be a. Uh hilarious but I, I i don't see them playing making it to the playoffs to even get a chance to get swept by the warriors yet now who do you think's going to make the playoffs in their in their in their spot uh well like you said the clippers don't want to make the playoffs but maybe maybe they make it maybe uh unless i unless they like really start tanking yeah uh, they can make it. Doc Rivers is a good coach. You saw what they did against uh, a team like 
the Celtics. Yep. He's all that they did. Um, and this was a completely new team who didn't really know each other yet. Mm-hmm. So um, you never know. They might want to win games. Give them that confidence headed into the next season. Yeah, I mean, maybe. I guess we shall see. You think uh, maybe Minnesota or Dallas will make some noise or no? Uh, not really. No. Yeah, I don't. I don't see it. I I can agree with that. I I didn't have them in my playoff standings, but we'll see. All right, so we got some upcoming games uh, tonight. We got Celtics seventy sixers. Uh, I think yep. <laughs> I think we we know where we're going with this. Who, yeah, seventy six. No, yeah, no Kyrie <laughs> on the road. Team is already not playing well. Uh, Sixers are a better team. Yeah, that's a loss. That's Might a be. Lot. I wouldn't be surprised if it's a twenty point loss, but yeah, I definitely see it as a loss. Yeah. It, it pains me to say this, but the Celtics are taking that L tonight. Yeah, for sure. And it, Kyrie probably might not play until after the All-Star break. Yeah, which is probably smart, I guess. Yeah. Uh, they're playing Detroit tomorrow, so. Yeah, it's Hopefully just, they won't need him for that. Yeah. he's His injuries haven't been good for the Celtics. Yeah, he, had a, he had a good month in January. He's just... He did, but he still missed. Did he miss some games? Oh no, in that the was beginning, February. In, in the yeah. beginning of January, he did. Yeah, if I'm if I'm the Celtics, I don't know. Do I want to resign a guy that's injury prone? That's that's how that's that's where I'm getting at with uh with Kyrie. Kyrie. Yeah, he's he's the closer though. I know, but it can't be a closer if you're not playing. Can't be a closer if you're not healthy. <laughs> I mean that's true, but yeah, that, that is true. He gotta manage his minutes definitely. Yep. Uh, you need him to close that deal because he's done it before. That's why you, you feed the you feed Tatum and Brown and Hayward and all of them in the first three quarters, and in the fourth quarter you just say, "All right, Kyrie, take us to the promised land." Yeah. yeah. I agree. Kyrie's playmaking in the clutch is not that bad. It's really good, actually. He's a great finisher. He's a great finisher, it, but he he that's I, who should he we should the Celtics should never see a possession down the stretch without him touching the ball. Mm-hmm. And he, I've seen him pass the rock sometimes too, which has shocked me. But yeah, I think this this season is the best I've seen him. As a facilitator, he facilitates the ball really well. And I don't know if it's because of who he's playing with, because he's playing with those young talents mm-hmm. that he—it's not just like him and LeBron. Um, but it looks like to me he trusts those guys. That's why he's such a facilitator. Yeah, I agree. All right, let's go. Jazz versus Warriors. That's also tonight. I don't go against the Warriors, so I'm always going to pick the Warriors. But yeah, I that's me. That's like me. Even though I did it this season, going against Tom Brady, I'm not going against the best team, best, best starting team five NBA. in yeah. the NBA. Yeah, it's not happening. Um, I'm going Warriors as well. 
and they're just too. They're at home is too dominant. So, yeah. <laughs> Next game, uh, we got Warriors at Trailblazers. Who you got? It should be. I think it'll be a fun game. Mm-hmm. Uh, definitely should be a fun game. High scoring game. Still going with the Warriors though. Still going with the Warriors. Yeah, definitely. I don't see a blowout. Um, definitely, you know. Some high scoring games, some a lot of offense, but Warriors. I go with Trailblazers with the back to back. Okay. Warriors got a back to back. I'm going Trailblazers. Blazers. Damian Lillard. He's gonna show up. It's gonna be a close game. They're gonna win by like five. Is it prime time? Uh yeah. I mean, it's, it's national on television. Yeah, it's on ESPN. Yeah. Damian Lillard gets up for those games. Mm-hmm. All right, so you you see the Rising Stars team, right? Yeah. All right, who do you got, the world or the Team USA? Oh, I have Team USA. Jason Tatum, Kyle Kuzma, Donovan Mitchell. Yeah, that's, that's, nice. a, that's a really good young talent. Um, even Trey Young on that team. I think I like uh, USA's talent a lot more than the world. Okay. Uh, I forget. Ben Simmons in an all-star game is in a game like that. That's basically an all-star game. Is not going to do anything for me. <laughs> uh, did you see the all-star celebrity game? I did. I did. Uh, yeah, I if I remember, I think Quavo might be a baller. Yeah. Maybe. Uh, Ray Allen's on the team. Mm-hmm. I think that's the team Quavo's on. So you're taking the team Quavo's on. I'm taking the yeah. Well, I'm taking the team because Ray Allen's on it. Yeah, but hopefully old. he shoots some half court threes. Jesus shuttles half court shots. Yeah, <laughs> he got game. I liked when the yeah. NBA the NBA used to have like nicknames like years ago. They had the nicknames on the jerseys. That was cool. Yeah. But that's funny. They should bring that back because they're trying, you know, they're trying to make the NBA, the all-star game, Mm -hmm. and other activities more appealing to fans. Yep. I don't know. The NBA got to figure it out. The AAF beat them in viewership last weekend, so they got to figure something out. (laughs) All right. uh, Is there anything you want to add before we conclude today? No, I think we I think we touched on everything. All yeah. the drama in the NBA. All the drama. Well, I just want to thank you so much, Michelle, for coming on my podcast today. It was no fun. problem. Uh, you're actually the first female on my podcast, so that's great. oh nice. And you know, I hope I, to hope, get... I hope I did it justice. Yeah, you you did great, and I hope to get more females on my podcast. So yeah, thank you again. Thanks for having me. Uh, no, no problem. To conclude, uh, you can follow the Make It Rain podcast on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram at Make It Rain Pod. Also, you can follow the Make It Rain podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcast, Stitcher, Google Play, and any other podcast off. I want to thank the listeners, the streamers who listen to my podcast, all the guests who have come on my podcast before. Shout out to you once again. And uh, yeah, peace out. 
have a good night. Stay safe. It's snowing outside. Stay home and peace. Bye. Yeah.